A message from the Department of Antlisha and the Kotish. We're on. Good evening. Uh, the, the, the last three months have been difficult for us all. Yeah, level five has been about as popular as Fianna Fáil in the polls. Uh, but we need to keep it going that little bit longer. Keeping construction closed a few weeks more means we can blame lockdown for our failure to build houses. Again. I, I can today reveal our roadmap. Basically, we're extending lockdown by disguising it as easing of restrictions because turf munchers are too full of club orange, breakfast rolls and existential despair to protest. In a month, uh, you can meet somebody outside, but not in your garden in case you lose a run of yourself. Like. Especially you povs who buy disposable barbecues on your PUP as soon as it hits 10 degrees. Sauce babes, air travel for big tech execs is far more important than your mental health, air quotes. We will open the zoo so that you can have a funeral there or, or train an inter-county GA team among the giraffes. Elite sports will be allowed, such as vaccine queue skipping, commenting on guard investigations, criticising cabinet decisions you've just agreed to and ignoring the homeless. But anyone into line dancing or doing the hucklebuck can forget about it in terms of... BTW, you know this is going well because Mihole is trending again. Lol, Demic. I ask people to stay within their five kilometres uh, until, if you are a good little book, Leogis Kalini, we might allow you the run of your county. Yeah. Ah, so you can see all the things we're keeping closed to protect aforementioned important people using Dublin Airport. The, 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 the last three months have been easy, really. What with home of the year and crying tears of wine keeping you occupied. Lol. So what's another year, uh, three months? Just shut the F up and nail the doors shut. In one month, fully vaccinated people may meet in terms of indoors. To exchange stories about whether they're related to the same people in the same private hospital or how easy it was to abuse the HSE's online portal. The elderly and vulnerable will be vaccinated. As well as office workers from companies that won amazeballs contracts from the HSE. And protected. The rest of you can wait your turn until we launch the vaccines website. That will inevitably crash. Not that we'll have the staff ready to vaccinate you anyway. Soon we will be able to resume regular health services. And blame those shambolic health services on COVID, even though you already had to wait 130 years for a mental health appointment in 2019. Then we'll reopen hotels... Uh, B&Bs and guest houses in terms of At least the ones not currently being used to imprison the homeless direct provision peeps or anyone who hasn't run away from mandatory quarantine which broke after 12 hours Which in fairness is the longest anything we've ever set up has ever lasted (laughs) (laughs) So please stay the course Remember the ship stuck in the Suez Canal? That's your life right now Until July Or maybe September Gosh, I hope you don't have electric picnic tickets. It's my lamish beanie, August Cocka Village. to do the routes all right. Uh, hello? Hello, I... vaccinators registration hotline. These calls are monitored by HSC outsourcing contractors for invoicing quality and toilet training purposes. Yeah, I'd like to sign up as a vaccinator, please. Mm. Do you have any vaccinating experience? Yes, I'm a, a general practitioner. Who... Well, that's not strictly relevant here. Do you have any valid vaccinating experience? I, I administered thousands of flu vaccines every single winter. <sighs> This is a COVID-19 vaccine, not an influenza vaccine. But I'll just mark that down as no experience. No, so I'm a... G- any relevant qualifications? Yes, I received my MD degree from Trinity College in 2000. That's mm, not really the type of information we're looking for. What? Do you have your junior certs results handy? Well, I'd, I'd have to look them up. You see, this is the sort of thing you'd really need to be keeping a record of if you want to be a vaccinator. I don't see how... Let's they... see, were you a recipient of an Angoshka President's Award? I think I... Any sports day medals? Yes, I have a few. 
Did you ever win a can of Coke at the Coca-Cola Fun Factory Tour? Yes, I did, actually. I... Did you ever own a Henry Hippo piggy bank from Ulster Bank? And can you provide photographic evidence of said piggy bank? I, I don't think I've got any photos. See, because... this is the sort of thing you really need to be keeping a record of if you want to be a vaccinator. I'm sorry, I didn't realise there was... An very... ethics question now. Would you give someone a vaccine if they offered you a monetary reward for it? Absolutely not. Mm, one of those. What? Uh, finally, do you have any family members sitting on boards of the following... EY, the Davy Group, VHI, the Beacon Hospital, St. Gerard's Catholic School, the Rockers Golf Society, the Handmaid's Tale Association, the Michael Lowry Trust or the Hellfire Club. No. I'm afraid you're just not quite what we're looking for in a vaccinator, but we do have an opening on our contact tracing team if you're interested in that. Yes, I suppose I could do that. Great. You'll just need to provide us with a transcript of your sixth class parent-teacher meeting along with one of those little bike reflectors you used to get in a box of cornflakes. And we should have you set up by... Yes. A second now. We'll have you set up by... Yes. second now. Assistant's very slow today. I'm sick. May. We'll have you set up by May 2024. Ugh. Hi, I'm Marty and my middle name is Party. It's been a difficult week for Republic of Ireland manager Stephen Kenny. Not since I got trapped in a lift with the Knobber Ladies 25th anniversary team has one man been under so much pressure. But a quick dip into the archives, to paraphrase the Knobber Ladies, reminds us that where Irish managers are concerned, we've been here before. I'm the gaffer. I'm the boss. I got me coaching badges the hard way from the bottom of a pack of Frosties. I stand by my players, because I play with most of them, and some of them still owe me money from top trumps on the coach. I got myself, by the way, bad loss as well that day. But the book stops with me. And so I hereby resign, so I do, because I haven't got a Scooby-Doo. Well, you know, of course I'm disappointed with the Malogian results. You know, playing three across midfield is a bit like having three young lads in your cab at four in the morning. One of them is inevitably going to choke, and it's my job to clean up the mess. Fortunately, the FBI will only cover so many silage charges. Come in. Ah, Irlandes, how you say? Lovely place for holiday. But as God is my Weetabix, I never manage Irish football team. Did I? No. Serious? You say the cat is in the sack, but the cat is not in the sack. See, see. Happened that were a shocking display. But what'd you expect when some daft bugger in FAR tries to keep the fake bolts of Italian 90 going long after it should be pushing up daisies? Twice. Perhaps Stephen be proper lad for job. Although he's used to managing players of a higher standard at Dundalk. Of course, a result like that is hard to take, but I remain confident that we've a world-class manager. So I'm happy to keep turning out and blaming the players, the media, and especially Tony O'Donoghue. How does it work again, Martin? Do I invoice Dennis O'Brien or the FAI? All right, yeah. If you ah, sub it ah, there. Who ah, left ah, his wife ah, for a ah, young one. Ah, thinks he's Mother Teresa. Banger of a player. Going out fishing. I haven't murdered anyone. Puff ball. There's no doubt. It's a sticky time for Irish football. But as Marty can testify, sometimes we like it sticky. Right now, it might feel like things can't get much worse for Stephen Kenny. But with a friendly against Andorra in June, he's another chance to prove us all wrong. 
It's Home of the Year, the program that combines Irish people's two great loves, property and begrudgery. Let's meet the judges who award scores out of 10, but never lower than seven. There's loquacious Hugh Wallace. Amazing, impeccable, je ne sais quoi, joie de vivre, Mordren. Susie McAdams. Space. And bad girl architect, Amanda Bone. I'm disappointed this kitchen has a roof. I wish the owners had gone for the more sleek look of bare sky with the elements pouring in. First up is a converted linen mill in County Tyrone that's been unoccupied since the crash. I fell asleep in the car. Where are we? We're wherever anyone is mad enough to let three snobs and a film crew into their house. We're in nifty, nebulous north. Troubles. Stepping inside this home, I really don't get the sense that anyone lives here. There's no personality, no warmth, no sign of life at all. I love it. I have to agree, Amanda. Um, Suave, stylish and sophisticated. Three words you could use to describe both this house and me when I wear a jumper tied around my neck. We'll have no troubles giving this one a good score. Troubles? Get it? All right, pet. Let's get you home. Next up. The judges visit a one-bed Dublin apartment owned by a couple who couldn't afford a house unless they moved to a country with a normal property market. Well... Wow! I feel like I'm in the ghetto. This pint-sized pad is perfectly pleasant. I mean, the shower in the kitchen is so... I'm giving it a seven. It's so bad. I actually admire what the homeowners have done with the limited space and budgets. But if I were them, I would simply choose to not live here. Home. Finally, a seaside villa owned by a gay interior designer with impeccable taste. Now this is all killer villa, no filler. It's the Abba Gould of homes. Gimme, gimme, gimme a break. This house is so cluttered I can't think straight. I mean, what exactly is this on the wall? That is a light switch. It's giving me a migraine. Which house could possibly triumph? The one bed flash is a jump. The seaside villa was a stunner, but too much unnecessary stuff. I mean, do we really need radiators in Ireland? So the winner for us was the uninhabitable house in Tyrone. Terrific, troubling, terrible home. Clear winner. Join us next week for the final when the judges, ah, who cares? There's nothing else on the telly. So you're stuck with us. (laughs) Home of the year. As we prepare for the full reopening of schools on the 12th of April, The HSE would like to explain in clear, patronising terms how the pandemic still affects us all. According to Neffet, the risk of COVID-19 in the community remains high, so retail and service industry outlets must stay closed. But schools are different, because schools are safe. Lovely Minister Norma Foley explains. Well, schools are important for many reasons. It helps your child's future when they immigrate to other functioning countries. But we now know it also protects them in the present because schools actually repel COVID by producing a type of force field bubble around your child. Kind of like that Ready Brick ad from years ago. Remember that? Central heating for kids. (laughs) The science is clear. Your child can sit for hours in a classroom with dozens of others and remain perfectly safe. But two children meeting up in a windy park? 
That's a super spreader event. What about hundreds of parents outside school gates? That's absolutely fine. Two childless friends meeting at the 40 foot on Salt Hill Prom or by Kirklow Beach? No, they'll be deservedly dead by the weekend. You see, a teacher can't catch or spread the virus in a classroom, but that same teacher sitting by the Grand Canal with a friend is risking their life because of what's known as the Canal variant. This new mutation of COVID means slowing down, stopping or having cans anywhere pretty by the water guarantees infection. Just remember, according to Neffet, no link has been found between community transmission and schools reopening because they haven't looked for one. Schools are 100% safe. So, welcome back, kids. This message was brought to you by the Government of Ireland, or Neffet for short. The right. Skin down first Here she is now. Sorry I'm late, folks. Was listening to Pascal Donahue throwing a strop Ooh. after being asked about children's shoes. Uh, Finally got a taste of what it's like to have free state TE yeah. constantly remind you of your party's shady past. I in order to apologise to him twice. Pathetic. No. Sure they've blue shirt he presenting shows now. What next? Michael Noonan's baldy bus bedsits tour. <laughs> no, we were just discussing the whole thing around Bobby Story's funeral, Mary Lou. Yes, well, I'll be calling on the PSNI chief to resign what? over his disgraceful no, no, decision. No, 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 Mary Lou, you got off. What? They decided not to charge. No. The DUP said they'd lost confidence in him. Mm. What the actual? Arlene is calling on the chief constable to resign. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes, yes. First First of all, I don't recall Arles getting hepped up at Rangers fans celebrating in Belfast. No. Eat out to help out. Oh. Yeah, would you like a side of Covid with that? I'm uh. glad you mentioned eat out to help out. Oh God, why did I mention food around Owen? Because I've been thinking about what a United Ireland might mean for the 26 counties gastronomic scene. <sighs> I don't want to see Greg's coming down south. Very good. Look, we need to deal with the Indo story about our Facebook being managed by two boys out of Serbia. I am so mortified and... And dismi- well, well, in fairness, our chapter in Belgrade, come on the Belgrade, do Trojan work, Mary Lou. Our Serbian comrades, Sergei and Nikolai, are a great pair of lads. Yes, I, I think If so you'd too. let me finish, I'm mortified that this is the biggest scandal the Spindo could find this week. Oh. Is that the best they've got? Well, they- How can we inflate our ironic sense of victimhood with paltry efforts like that? <laughs> At least the Sunday Times had owned secretly writing for the Phoenix. Oh. Well, yes, I, I may have surreptitiously dipped my quill in ink to pen some young bloods. Yes, yes. <laughs> a shinner writing anonymously in a public forum. <laughs> Owen, you are the original gangster shinner bot. Guilty. Oh, oh wait, what? Is there I- anything else before I leave? Oh, oh yeah, the polls. We're one point behind the blue short in the latest poll. But, uh, All down to you, Mary Lou, you good thing. Thanks, Louise. Yeah, but 26% of 18 to 34 year olds say they support Fine Gael. Who knew we had so many stockbroker kids with arts degrees still living at home in a 10 bed and so could do? Young blue shorts are the pops. Have they not read my magnum opus on housing? This yeah, is it's a, a total. Oh, right. Relax the cacks, yeah? Well, they'll be radicalised by Simpleton Harris's TikToks in no time and they'll be crawling back to us, Chucky. Right. Speaking of TikTok, can we get the Serbians to set that up for us? On it like a care bonnet, Mary Lou. All right, folks. It's after work hours and I've got the right to disconnect now. Before you do, can I talk to you I'm about doing the 38 million fans? guys, Jade from Little Mix is making fondant fancies in Bake Off. What? So, Mary Lou, a boo. Hello and welcome to Crime Call. I'm Sharon Neviolatron, a one-unit line-of-duty crime fighter 
for one hour every month. Good evening, Sharon. I'm joined by Garda Deputy Under Commissioner Fekla McGillifekel and right. Fekla crime figures are down. Well, persons are prohibited from burglarising outside their five kilometre limit, but there are some buckos like this master criminal captured on CCTV in a pharmacy inside Kells robbing two tubes of preparation H and an elbow support while the pharmacist was occupied selling an influencer branded false tan. Contact us if you recognise the bastard uh, the assailant, clearly seen here in his mask his pulled-up hoodie and large sunglasses. There were reports this week of people absconding from hotel quarantine. One fugitive is described as a woman is believed she returned to Ireland from Malawi, a well-known hen party destination, according to the Department of Health. And when last seen, she was wearing a necklace made from light-up pink male genitalia and an I Heart Malawi t-shirt. She's also believed to be displaying L-plates on her rump. People living in the vicinity of the Crown Plaza Hotel in Santry are advised to check their shibines as she has a fierce thirst on her. And please do not leave bottles of Blue Wicked unattended this weekend. Now, there has been a worrying rise in the number of sheep being killed by dog animals. (laughs) I see what you did there. Worrying. What? (laughs) Exactly. This is no laughing matter. Every year, Gordy are notified of 400 incidents of dogs worrying flocks, resulting in the deaths of three to four million sheep. Sounds high. The dogs were not believed to be drug users, to be fair. Anyone who has a reason to believe their dog has been worrying sheep should contact their local Gordy station. Do not approach the dog, which will be humanely destroyed by members of the armed Gordy division reversing over it. And finally, Deputy Under Commissioner, that's a nice fresh haircut you have there. Yes, my barnet was amongst a large number cut by one of our members who was previously trained as a covert haircutting operative working out of a Garda station in the Midlands. He's described as Caucasian, a legend with a pair of office scissors and maybe armed with an awfully accent. Anyone who recognises this man should phone their local Garda station for an appointment. Short back and sides, five euros. Highlights, five euros in a spice bag. Entering sleep mode. And so it came to be that I, Tommy Gorman, on the most monumentally momentous day in historical history, prepared to hang up my microphone and hyperbole, and cliches the likes of which will never be seen again. Powerfully poignant tributes came from the North's leading political figures. Well, I've got my shot of the vaccine, so if any Fenians down south want it, they can come here and get it off the steam of my pet. What? Elegant words, Arlene. But what about the real issue here? What do you think the future holds for Northern Ireland without Tommy Gorman? Sorry, who now? Arlene looked at me, swore, threw her eyes up to heaven, and that look said it all. My final day here will go down in the slim annals of Northern history as a day to compare to when Bill Clinton turned on the Christmas lights, when Barack Obama came to Enniskillen, or when the North was naming its main airport and found the only man both communities approved of was a violent alcoholic. Sammy Wilson was sad to hear of my departure. It'll be a cold day in hell when I'll it... miss you too, Sammy. Who in Billy's name are you? So many great memories in Belfast and beyond. For who could forget the time I reported from a live war zone? Saipan, 2002. Well, I didn't say that I hate Mick because he's a prick. I hate him because he's a f***ing prick. But, but Roy... What? 
Would you not stay for your teammates? No. Would you not stay for the boys and girls back home, Roy? No. The drunken fountain dancers. Tommy. The dullard worshippers of mediocrity, Roy. No. Would you please think of the innocent idiots of Ireland? I couldn't do it. Think of me, Roy. Tommy. Me, Tommy Gorman. Let go of my hand, will you? And so I was seen off down the Shankill Road. Honoured with that traditional loyalist farewell of pelting my southern registered car with empty tenants' cans and Greg's wrappers. In a goodbye both nuanced and grand, emotional and composed, and dare I say it one last time, momentous. Allowing my silence hereafter to say it all. Tommy Garman, Archie News, for the final time. Oh, we'd like to say farewell to... Well, at least until Archie bring me back to make dozens of documentaries on historical history. Till the end of time. <sighs> right. <laughs> Lord Malumi! Lord Malumi! Lord Malumi! Silence Illuminati minions! <laughs> Let us continue our plans to carve up Earth's resources and subjugate the common man. <laughs> but first, congratulations to David Cameron. Yay. Out of office for years, but still able to whip up a sleaze storm. Why, thank you, my Illuminati king. And may I say, your malevolence is second only to Mar- Margaret Thatcher, of course. Thank you for saying so. Yes. And now let's hear from the... Uh, Irish contingent. <laughs> How's it going, Mickey Illuminati? Uh, what wickedness have you propagated in the Emerald Isle? Well, we've made a ham to the vaccination rollout and we let VIPs skip the queue. Is that it? Uh, Look at Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. What? He made it illegal to give water to poor people waiting to vote in the scorching sun. Wow. Do you have anything like that? Ireland. Wait till we see now. Uh, we sold off most of Dublin to the vulture funds. Hmm. What else? We're an international tax haven for multinationals. They're a desperate shower. Ooh. Like Facebook. Better. Uh, we just stitched up a massive stockbroking switcheroo. That took six years to investigate. Right. And we're still privatising public services through consultant company contracts. Good. But these things will be found out and you will be punished. You must be joking. Even when we're caught red handed the whole thing gets buried in a tribunal. What is this you speak of? Tribunal. It's a York we set up. Takes years and years. Liars make a fortune. It often costs more than the original scandal. And then... Jail. No! There's a report. A veneer of justice. But actually it can't penalise anyone and the whole thing is inadmissible in court. What? I know. No enforceable laws. <laughs> Nobody is ever punished. Eh, sometimes people have to retire early on full pensions with lump sums and get a seat on a board. Why, this is the most wonderfully wicked thing I have heard. Ah, jeez, thanks. <laughs> uh, but my lord, I'm also terribly wonderful, yes? Yes, yes, Dave, whatever. Let's hear it for Ireland. Ireland! 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 Wicked too, General Illuminati. Oh, shut up, Dave. Cheers, lads. Wait till we get going on the metro. This Easter on RTE. Hashtag rising from the dead. Choo-choo! 
And Kenny retraces all the wonderful railway lines around the country. Abandoned because we had no feckin' clue how to run public transport. I'll be on my bike with the wind flowing through my tousled golden hair. I'm the king of the world! Was Titanic about a train? I can't remember. He'll be talking to people far and wide. August made me kind of characters as in my low whispery voice so that you don't really notice August Bay Sheed answering in English because that's the only way RT can get enough grants to pay me. Ian Rod Inda Shimon! A new six part series for a triple pensioned Taoiseach is my lum arrogant choo choo! Plus, Derek Mooney is back. For some reason, I'll be examining how COVID has given a new lease of life to many endangered species, such as RT presenters coming towards retirement age and are back because there's so many holes to fill in the schedule. That's Derek Mooney, back from the brink. And after Pope Francis Butcher's saying Happy Easter in Irish in the way that only an Argentinian speaking Latin in an Italian city can, we'll be broadcasting Easter Sunday Mass, live from the renegade Mullahoran Church in County Cavan. Feck the police, they'll never take me alive, and they can shove the Covid fine up their arm. You're home for Easter with RTE. Who is your sexy train driver? Shimon! Uh, will I risk a second bile day go? Dude, your spin team is amazeballs. D- d- this is the T-shirt's office. Cotish. And, and I don't have a spin team. What that is- dub story wasn't you. No. I thought, wow, what a genius way to distract from vaccines chaos and baby shoes shambles. But I am glad the Gardaí are investigating the dubs now. Yeah, but they won't be charged with anything. We don't interfere in terms of in Garda investigations. Saws, force of habit. Also, the bang of hard-boiled eggs in here has Donnelly been in? No, oh, it is my own little Easter treat in terms of... How did you become the leader of a national party? I was the only one left. True. Listen, have you seen the latest hotel quarantine list with all those EU states on it? Coveney got so angry, somebody nearly noticed him. If Donnelly gets his way, they'll be able to stage Eurovision in the Central Crown Plaza. I'll just go out and say there are practical legal reasons why we can't put EU states on the list. Ada, but we already have Austria on it. Yeah, but journalists are lazy and they'll just print whatever we say if it sounds complicated. No, very good. Look, if you can figure out a way of making Donnelly pregnant, we can get him out of cabinet for six months like our Helen McEntee. No, 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 stop. You'll put me off my boiled egg. <coughs> At least he reversed your Pascal's hames on the, on the children's shoes thing. Whatevs. Do children really need shoes? Shouldn't they all be running around in their bare feet, chasing hoops with sticks? That's what pov children do, right? I've seen my left foot. The only games we'll be encouraging now is the shame game. Let the dubs take the Jackie Fleck for a few more days. <laughs> <coughs> BTW, age-based vaccines is so much better, especially because my metabolic age actually shoots me right up the list. That's how I'll be filling in the online portal. No, no, that's not happening until the third week in April. What? Two weeks after the intercounty travel um, and three weeks before we consider in terms of non-essential retail huh? and one week after the museums might maybe hardly will open. Like, how is anyone going to keep tabs on whether that's all on track or not? Exactly. Oh, I see what you're doing. Data, not dates. <laughs> Dubs betrayals, not jab delays. Maybe you really are the most cunning, most devious of them all. Yeah, that was Bertie. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Sure you couldn't even lace Bertie's boots, TBH. Neither could Bertie, to be fair. Very chubby fingers. Happy Easter, me hole. And are you too, Leo Antoinette? Nice. And I'm a very angry bunny. Woof. <laughs> <laughs>